Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. This is Rico, your host with the most. Host with the most. That's so easy to say, but it's hard to do, <laughs> I guess. Who knows? Hey, today is November 6th, 2022, and it's a Sunday, and this is show 880, 880, 20 more till 900. Woo, 900. Will I break 1,000? podcasts? Ah, I guess, maybe. We'll see, right? Hey, I hope everyone had a nice Halloween, fun Halloween. I'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, Well, I guess I could say now it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. We had a little rain here. I think it kept a few of the trick-or-treaters away, but we had a pretty good good group come through. I'll tell you more in a minute or two. Um, But today, I decided we're going to do a very super casual show, probably be maybe a little shorter than normal. Uh, just going to call it a grab bag type show, talk about some recent TV movies. And I haven't had a chance to talk about that stuff in great detail over the last month or two of what's happened and what I've been watching and what's ended and what's started and all that. And um, we'll we'll talk more as uh, the show goes on. But that kind of a thing is that no, no real, like I'd say, main topic, but but talk about that and talk about maybe a little bit about what's coming in the next month or so. A lot of stuff coming coming out uh, quite a bit. So um, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's plenty of preamble. Uh, let's do the show. Hello everyone and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, I am back. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining again. And uh, if you'd like to support the show, it's a new month. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi. Thanks to everybody that does that. And I've got a few people that don't want to leave you out that that just send into PayPal donations. Uh, I appreciate those very much. You guys are great. You've done that a long time. And I, I really appreciate it each month. The support and again just do it over at uh, patreon.com forward slash by the way speaking of that i think next weekend i'm shooting to do it next weekend i think um it'll either be next weekend or in two weeks but i i think well i'm not sure it it, i'll let the patreon folks know but i'm going to do a patreon chat probably if i do it next weekend it'll probably be on sunday the 13th uh, it's my wife's birthday on the 12th. It's Lynn's birthday on the 12th. It's actually my birthday in two days on election day. How's that? It's Rico's birthday. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And, uh, it's funny how I, I age backwards now, right? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, birthdays at, you know, at a certain point, I guess they're, we, they get acknowledged is about, you know, but I don't, we don't really have a big thing. Although Lynn's birthday, since we're, our birthdays are pretty close to each other, Probably we'll do something maybe with our kids uh, next weekend on her birthday since her birthday's on Saturday. My birthday will be, um, I think I'm going to take the day off work on Tuesday. And I think we might go to our zoo, to the Detroit Zoo, 
which we haven't been to in a long time. And it'll be a weekday, and it'll probably be pretty quiet. The weather's getting a little cooler here, uh, so that'll keep you know keeps people away too. It won't be that bad, I don't think. But that's kind of what I'm thinking, maybe, if I take the day off. Plus, I got to go vote, right? Do your do your civic duty and uh, and go vote. But we're not going to talk about politics at all because that's that's a, just a sad topic. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, so birthdays are, are coming. A lot of birthdays in the last few weeks. It, it's so funny. A good friend of mine, really good friend of mine through work. Uh, he lives in Germany. Uh, and Thomas, uh, I don't think he listens to the podcast. He's aware of it. And uh, But he just had a birthday this past week. And, and Rick Moyer had a birthday recently. And Chris and, and I think... Yeah, a lot of a lot of birthdays over the last few weeks, and still into the next few weeks. Uh, my my niece's birthday was just a few days ago. Chloe, who just got married, that we went to in, in September. Uh, her yeah, her it was her birthday. So yeah, there's just so many birthdays. Uh, but um, I think the fall is is a big birthday time. Although I don't know, I I think statistically it's is is it fairly even throughout the year birthdays? You would kind of think maybe, but there used to be this theory, you know, especially when you live in the north where it's colder, that a lot of babies make, you know, during the winter time, which our winter lasts to like April, you know, a lot of babies get made, get started in, in the winter months so that you end up having a lot of fall babies, right? Um, but that doesn't always hold true. You know, for example, our boys, we have two boys, and and we, we defied that quite a bit, actually. Our son, our oldest son was born at the end of January. Oh, it was a cold winter night because he was born in the middle of the night. Um, and then our, our younger son, Eric, uh, older one, Stephen, younger one, Eric, he was born in April. So we don't have, it's funny, although I kind of like it because, you know, we would have just had even more fall birthdays if they had been my brother's birthdays in October. Um, so anyway, yeah, a lot of birthday talk here on Trek Sci-Fi, <laughs> exciting sci-fi stuff. Uh, but yeah, so again, go back to Halloween a little. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good Halloween. I hope you guys enjoyed the Creep Show uh, vidcast last week. That's on Vimeo.com forward slash Trekkie. Just go there. You can watch all the vidcasts and music videos that I do uh, from conventions. Speaking of, oh, I got a great email yesterday from uh, the San Diego Comic Con. They're um, they've already approved me for WonderCon and San Diego Comic Con in uh, 2023, I, I really should try to get to WonderCon. I know Kenny goes, and it's in April, I think, March, April. It's just trick, tricky. You know, it's a lot of money to, even without having to pay for the tickets, uh, getting press passes, the the cost of flying, the cost of hotel, you know, one one big trip like that to San Diego each year is probably enough. I don't know if I can do two. Uh, but, uh, and if, and of the two San Diego's, obviously the bigger con. And I think I also really like San Diego a lot as a city and the weather is amazing and it's a beautiful place. I feel, um, the, the other one is in Anaheim. I think it's an Anaheim convention center, WonderCon. And in, in, you know, that time of the year, it's, it's nice weather, but, um, and it looks like a fun show. But I uh, again, if I if I have to choose between the two, it probably San Diego would always win out. I don't know if I'd ever like do WonderCon one year and then not go to San Diego. You know, that'd be a hard that'd be a hard thing. Uh, so could I swing them both? I don't know. We'll see. I am going to go to another con. Uh, there's um, 
new set of conventions that kind of got going during all the pandemic stuff called uh, GalaxyCon. They started doing these virtual cons online, and they were pretty much for free. And they would have Star Trek celebrities and Doctor Who people, I think, and others, uh, and uh, Legends of Tomorrow, some of the, like, CW-type shows. But anyway, the um, speaking of that, how come the Flash people never do cons? I don't think I don't think they do cons that I know of. I really don't think they end up doing a lot of cons. That I Grant Gustin, especially who plays the Flash, I, I wonder why that is. I'm kind of a little bit it seems a little bit weird actually in a way because I think the rest of them, I mean Arrow guy Stephen Amell does. Um, he's done cons for quite a while. I don't think he does a ton of them, but he does enough. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if Grant Gustin does cons or any of the other people on that show much. Uh, but um, so there's a GalaxyCon convention at the beginning of December, the first weekend of December, like the second through the fourth. It's in Columbus, Ohio, which is roughly the middle of Ohio. It's about a three and a half to four hour drive from where I live. We'll just call it four. So it's it's doable by car, uh, and it's not like it's a whole day of driving. You know, if I get up early and and get in the car get on the road by like eight nine o'clock i can be there by you know noon one and the con doesn't actually start on friday until 2 p.m which is a little bit of a weird thing to me uh although i think motor city comic con when they used to do it on friday or they when they on the friday openings did they used to open at like three or something no i think it was noon i think it was always noon i think it's 2 p.m just seems a little late but basically what it means is that I could just go on Friday, go to the con on Friday afternoon, and then stay Friday night, Saturday night, and come back late, later Sunday or Sunday afternoon. So it's just two nights of staying. I don't have to fly. So it's it's quite a bit cheaper than going to, like, San Diego, just a couple of nights in a hotel in Columbus, Ohio. But they have a ton of guests, really a, a, a great lineup. And I'm mentioning it here if anybody doesn't know about it or is within driving distance or even wants to fly um, to the con, it's um, it's going to be good. William Shatner's there. There's going to be about five or so celebrities from TNG, um, you know, Jonathan Frakes, uh, Brent Spiner, Gates McFadden, um, uh, John Delancey, I think, as well. A lot of people from Doctor Who, Jodie Whittaker. Legends of Tomorrow is going to have quite a, quite a lineup, too. I would love to get a photo op with, like, I think there's three or four of them from Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, and all the TNG folks and and Shatner. Did I already say Shatner is going to be there? I really need to get a picture with William Shatner. I, I I've put it off. I've I've had tons of quite a few opportunities to do it. I I really should just go in and 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 at least out of these guys, all the people I'm mentioning, get get a picture with the Shat. Um, and I'm hoping I, I, it's been a little bit variable still. But I'm really hoping that they've done away with all the plexiglass and masks and things. Masks seems to have kind of pretty much gone. I, I even the plexiglass thing. I mean, I, I guess I, I get it. You know, no one wants to get sick for for anything, COVID or other, otherwise. Lynn's got a cold or something right now for the last week. But I, I it's just to do a photo op with that is is just kind of. I feel it's it's a bit. You might as well just be talking to them on a TV. <laughs> I know they're right there on the other side of the plexiglass, and I know realistically you're you know whatever. But I mean, I see a lot of celebs doing cons in the last say few months, 
and they're like putting their arm around the person, you know, kind of a thing. And I don't want, you know, I don't need Shatner hugging me, you know, let's not go there. But uh, I would like to at least be standing right next to him, uh, you know, without a piece of plexiglass, you know, for, for what is it? I think it's 150 or 125, somewhere around that, I think, with a picture with him. And there he's actually even doing group shots with the TNG folks. So, uh, so I thought that was interesting. That seems a little weird to me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it isn't to people. I haven't seen a lot of photos like that, but you know, to get a photo op with, um, William Shatner and the three or four of the TNG people together seems odd, I guess, to me. I don't think I would, I don't, I would rather do it separately, like do one with Shatner and then do one with the TNG people rather than them all in the same shot. That seems just, you're crossing the streams. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, so anyway, uh, I've, I'll tell you what, uh, even like San Diego Comic-Con, I mean, they're, uh, although there's, it's a different kind of con, but um, there's a lot of people at this convention. And I'm staying at this, um, there's, a, there's a few hotels like pretty much right connected to the convention center. There's a Drury Inn, there's a Hilton, there's a Hyatt. By the time I just booked yesterday, uh, I, I ended up at the Drury Inn, which is not bad. I mean, it's it's a fine, it's okay, you know, the hotel will be fine. Plus breakfast, I think, is included, which is always good. So um, so there's a pitch. If anybody is going, you know, give me an email, treksf at gmail.com. Let me know. We'll meet up or something. I know there are some people who uh, have followed the podcast and listened in Ohio, so... Um, and Michigan people as well. So if you guys, anybody wants to go down to Columbus or ends up down there, you know, check, check, uh, or shoot me an email. We'll, we'll, we'll connect up. It'd be fun. I'd really, I always like to meet uh, people that I, especially if I haven't ever met you before, I got to talk to Rick Pete in Chicago. Maybe he'd be interested. He's not that far away. That's probably about, um, and to get to Columbus, maybe six hour. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm an actual, when I used to drive back and forth between, the Chicago area in Michigan when I was working over there, it was a five, six hour drive, probably maybe a little further to go to Columbus. I think I'm not positive. Uh, but, um, yeah, maybe he'd be interested in going. All right. So that's, that's enough about conventions. Halloween was good. We had like maybe a hundred or more trick or treaters. We had a little rain. It was warm though. We had really unseasonably warm weather the last week or so. I mean, we were into this like seventies, a couple of days. I've been doing a little work around outside of the house still, so that's been nice. Um, yeah, so uh, Halloween weather, not bad. Uh, we uh, we had a good good group of people come through, create kids. It was funny. One of the weird things that happened was there were some little kids coming up, and I think they had cups of, it looked like they had a cup of coffee in their hands, but it was, I think, hot chocolate. We, we had a place in the neighborhood that was, I think, passing out hot chocolate, uh, a little hot chocolate stand type of thing, which is nice. But these kids would come up to the to the to my uh, to the house, and they wouldn't they would <laughs> they wouldn't have any place to put candy. They didn't have their because the, their hands were full. They they had like a hot chocolate, and then um, well, sometimes they would carry a bucket or something, but they would forget it. Or even if they were carrying it, they had they couldn't get the candy. Like I was letting them kind of choose what candy they liked. Uh, it worked out, of course, but uh, I thought it was kind of interesting, you know, these kids walking around with hot chocolate in their hands, trick-or-treating. Uh, when in, back in my day, here, here's old man talk here, back in my day, we walked, uh, you know, around with a pillowcase off our beds and, uh, you know, you know, barely a costume. And although, yeah, I can remember a lot of costumes that were 
I don't think, I don't even know if we ever did store-bought costumes with, because my mom would sew, and we got a lot of homemade costumes, which were nice. I, I enjoyed. I can really remember the Batman uh, costumes, the Batman and Robin costumes she made for me and my brother, because uh, they were basically just sheets with for the cape, you know, that were dyed, uh, you know, with that good old writ, right, writ dye, right dye, whatever it's called, R-I-T-E, which I think is still around. Uh, I can I can remember, it's very hard to dye a white sheet black. I think there were more or less some old white sheets or something we had around, and they, they end up turning kind of like a darker gray. But in the dark, they kind of look dark, you know. So Batman's cape was, wasn't was quite black. Uh, so. All right. Uh, but I'm, I'm uh, yeah, good old, good Halloween stuff. Uh, I enjoyed it. And, and now we can start talking about the other holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Boy, they're really, I think every year it feels like this. But, boy, Christmas is really being pushed, isn't it? Bye, bye, bye. And Black Friday sales already going on now. So, uh All right, this isn't too much nerd stuff. Let's get into some nerd TV and movies talk. So I'm going to take a short break. I'll come back. I'll talk about what I've been enjoying and watching. Uh, And I can't recall if I talked about the Shazam movie that I I saw a little more than a week ago. It's not been that long. But uh, I'll talk about that. Or maybe it's been two weeks now. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, right? So um, I can't remember if I talked about it much. But I, I'll mention it at least briefly, and uh, I'll be back in a moment. Hey, this is Ethan Phillips from Star Trek Voyager, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. All right, folks, I am back and ready to talk nerd nerd stuff, nerd TV, nerd movies. So the uh, Shazam film, yeah, with The Rock, with Dwayne Johnson, uh, I thought it was good. I think I've maybe i'm pretty sure i've talked about it already i i enjoyed the the jsa stuff the other uh characters and actors in the movie i thought that was interesting it was uh, not quite what i expected maybe it was it was pretty much just action yeah i know i talked about it because i I was talking about how the 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 city candique you know his his kingdom or whatever is is pretty messed up and pretty destroyed by the end of this thing which, you know, when, you know, it's just like Superman and Metropolis and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I'm not sure. I think it's doing pretty good at the box office. And most people seem to have enjoyed it. I, I would say it's it's much it's much more just action-y. And, and, and there's not a huge deep story there. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, I think it was uh, it was enjoyable. Glad I, glad I went to see it in the theater. Always good. And then the big Marvel movie for the fall here, Wakanda, Wakanda. Can, uh, why, Wakanda. Why can't I talk today? Wakanda forever. Uh, Black Panther, subtitle, whatever, Wakanda forever. Obviously, um, we're getting a new Black Panther, a new person playing uh, a, a, or a different a- a character slash actor because, uh, you know, Chadwick, who played played him before, has passed away, which is un- very, you know, sad and unfortunate, of course, but the Marvel has basically said Kevin Feige and the people running these movies, you know, said that they didn't want to just swap in a new actor to play um, to play that same character, right? Um, unlike the, I'm spinning off into a little bit of a tangent, but the one a big announcement that happened over the last week or so, a couple things, is Henry Cavill is pretty much confirmed. This kind of happened with the Shazam movie. Uh, spoiler alert: there's a little cameo with um, Superman Henry Cavill. 
playing him at the end of the Shazam movie in the cre- during the credits. Uh, and he's confirmed, you know, there was a lot of talk, you know, the Warner Brothers and, and DC Universe and all that has, has gone through so many different little changes. They have new ownership kind of a thing. But there was this kind of chatter and talk out there in the world that that he wasn't going to ever come back as Superman. And I think he's a really good Superman. I, I, I think some of the stories and movies they've done haven't been the greatest, but I think he's he's really perfect for the part. Not just the look, but I, I, I like, I think the character of Superman is an, is an interesting one. I, I think, just like with Christopher Reeve, um, him, by the way, his last name is Reeve, not Reeves, or was, um, it's Christopher Reeve. It's George Reeves who played him on the TV show with an S on the end. It's Christopher Reeve who played in the movies without an S. So uh, the, the thing I was going to say, though, I think... We're living in an age even more so than even when the Christopher Reeves movies were out that I think the actor that plays Superman, I think the simplest way I can say, he needs to be a good guy. He needs to be a likable actor, a likable guy. I'll give you a counter to this. Christian Bale, who played Batman, he's kind of got a rep. I mean, he's had some things. he's, He's a bit of a nut. He's a bit of a hothead. He's That works for Batman. but he could never play Superman just because of his rep, I think. I think Henry Cavill has a very, I've never ever heard bad things about him. He seems like a very genuinely nice guy. Uh, He's a nerd, which which helps me a lot. You know, he he loves, he paints miniatures, he builds his own PCs, you know, he's my kind of guy. And I, and not just that, I just, I just think by interviews and, and, um, and other things you see in media, he just seems again like a genuinely nice guy, and I think I think not only do you have to have, I think that's important. I guess I, I I've always said what people are like outside of what they do on TV and movies isn't really that important, but I think it is to a degree. I think a lot of roles and actors it doesn't matter that much, but these are larger than life characters and larger than life heroes and so on. So I think that there's something that goes with that. That like Dwayne Johnson, I think, you know, one thing I'll say about him, he he seems like also a genuinely nice guy. So to see him kind of play, you know, Black Adam is not the nicest guy. That was a little bit weird and a little disconcerting. And, and I know this is getting into a strange little tangent area, but I just want to say that I think, I think there's a lot of personality. I think acting. A, a good actor. There's been some amazing actors, you know, throughout the world and Hollywood and over the years who can really make themselves a different character, right? And, and play a wide variety of roles. I, I'm trying to think. I think Tom Hanks kind of falls into that category pretty well. Um, there's others. There's other probably better examples. Uh, but I think. I think these days, maybe even more so, I think there's a lot of your own personality and character that go into whatever roles you get and play. Like Shatner, he's Kirk. Kirk Shatner and Shatner's Kirk. And Leonard Nimoy was Spock. And, you know, there's, there, it's very hard, I think, to change your, your innate personality. I, I hope I'm explaining this properly. I think you guys get what I'm saying. So how did I get off on this? Um, oh, Henry Cavill, Superman, yes. So the, you know, he was at the end of the Shazam thing. 
and he's confirmed he's going to do Superman. But the the bad thing, although I'm hearing different reports, but he stated they've had two seasons of The Witcher on Netflix. They've, I think, finished filming season three, and we'll get that. I don't know when we'll get it in a year, probably, or something. But he said that's his last season. He won't be back for season four. Now, I thought maybe it was to do with the fact he was going to have to start doing more Superman movies and just didn't have, couldn't schedule things. But now it's turning out that he's a huge fan of the Witcher uh, games and books and comics and things. So the the story I'm hearing is they're changing the, sh- the, the character and, and what they do in the show quite a bit different from the source material. And I guess Henry Cavill wasn't super happy about that, so he's sort of walking away. And there, um, Liam Hemsworth, the other Hemsworth brother, or the one that's been in Hunger Games. <clears throat> excuse me, I probably need to get some tea. The um, he's taking over for playing Geralt, playing the same character, uh, and everyone's like, "Ugh, you know, why don't we just make him a different Witcher to to slip into that role?" is is that Henry Cavill's played that's that's just a tough tough pill to swallow I feel because uh, there's a lot of the character I think from the actor and and uh so we'll see how that works out I'm going to get a drink take a quick pause hang on all right so so I think there's yeah uh, we'll see how that works out but I'm happy that he's going to still be Superman I think that's great so um <clears throat> sorry Voice is weird today. It's a little bit of a dry, um, dry morning here. Uh, can only have so much tea, right? <laughs> All right, here on. I feel like I'm talking like Radio FM. That's my Radio FM voice. The next topic. All right, let's keep this rolling. Let's. I feel like I've I've rambled a lot. Uh, it's almost like I'm killing time. All right, let's talk about some movies. Um, most recently, I watched Enola Holmes two last night not exactly sci-fi but it's in my mind because i just watched it last night and henry cavill's in it this is the one with millie bobby brown who plays enola holmes who is um sherlock holmes sister i think these are a lot of fun uh they've done two of these now this most recent one was fun i i I liked it a lot um and i i I, you know it's just kind of charming there's some, you know, it's a lot of action, you know, kind of scenes. It, it sort of reminds me of those um, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. It's almost like they put a modern spin on Sherlock Holmes a bit, even though it's set in, you know, Victorian-type times, you know, turn of the century, I think, roughly. Whenever Sherlock Holmes was supposed to be, you know, out and about. Um, and, I, and I, you know, Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes is fun in this. I, I could actually see them doing, like, a spin-off. Uh, and he is, uh, he's in this more than the first one for sure. Uh, there's definitely more of him in here. I, I think that was a good thing to do. I think they established Enola Holmes in the first one and she kind of was the primary in there, but he's good. He gets a little bit more to do in this one and, uh, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Uh, fun movie, not too, too deep or anything like that. And, uh, I, I like the, the whole, you know, the way they handle trying to, detect clues and and that kind of thing it's uh it, it's almost batman kind of like you know batman's supposed to be the world's greatest detective so when sherlock holmes was supposed to be a you know great detective and and here's an admission you know even though i seem like i try to watch so many of these things 
I've not watched any of the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock. I know. You slap me. Uh, I, I just, it's just, it's just not, I just haven't. Yeah, I, I don't even really have a really good answer. I think I'm, it's something that I'm interested in watching, but I'm not desperate. And, and it, it's just, I just haven't really gotten back to it. And, you know, every five seconds on one of the streaming services, there's something new to watch. But, um, but yeah, so I haven't watched, I got to get to that one of these centuries. So, so Inola Holmes was last night. The other movie, I'm going to run down some movies that I've watched. Um, I watched one for Halloween that wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I know that's not much of a, there's a movie out there from a few years ago called Bad Candy. It's sort of set around, um, the idea of a radio station and a Halloween night and he's telling sort of Halloween stories it's a little lower budget. It's not the best, um, but it was okay. I thought it was good. Um, there's a new Netflix series with Guillermo del Toro. Uh, I may have mentioned this one. Um, it's uh, Cabinet of Curiosities. I don't know what – I don't remember the full title is. It's an anthology thing. I think there's going to be 10 episodes. I've watched two so far. Um, I think I know I mentioned the first one before. The The second one was about rats and, and grave robbers. And and that was if you if you if rats freak you out or or you know things like that, or if you're claustrophobic, don't watch that episode. But uh, yeah, I want to watch more of that. And uh, sorry, that was not exactly a movie. I said I was going to stick to movies. The other one, and I'm going to play a trailer for this one. I watched I think about a week ago. Um, there's a new uh, DC uh, Comics uh, animated movie, which I, I watch all of those. They're always really good, I feel. There's some better than others, but I, I enjoy them quite a bit, more than I do probably a lot of the DC movies, the regular movies. But this one, the title is um, Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. It's a little misleading of it, of the title because, honestly, there's something that happens, and pretty much the Justice League get taken out of commission. And uh, the two super sons, basically Damien, Batman's son, and and Jonathan, uh, John Kent, uh, Superman's son, need to kind of basically save the planet, save this the the Justice League and all that. And it's fun, I, and I I really like I like these two characters together because you have it's the same reason why Batman and Superman is fun to watch together because you got the Boy Scout type character and Superman and then you've got the Batman character and they're and they're really very opposite although at their center they're 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 similar. So here this is a pretty short trailer. It's only about a minute or so, but uh here's the trailer to Battle of the Super Sons, the latest DC animated film. <gasps> this is the Welcome to the Batcave. <gasps> That's the Batmobile and the Batcomputer. Who's the new kid? John, this is Batman's son, Damien. Well, he's obviously not invulnerable. Reminds me of us when we first met. I was nicer. What are you doing here? Aliens are taking over the globe. There is nothing you can do to stop it. It is time. 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 Come on, farm boy. We gotta go save our dads. Justice dweebs, let's do this thing. Ah! 
Yeah, so there you go. There's a Battle of the Super Sons, and I, I really liked it. Believe it or not, there are, um, if you look at the Wikipedia page of the DC Universe animated original movies, there are like, and I know I did a, I think I did a whole podcast on this at one point. Probably should do another one, but but there, uh, <laughs> there's 48 of these things now. Uh, we've had um, three this year, it looks like. Yeah, the last, let's see, uh, this year we've had Catwoman, Hunted, uh, Green Lantern, Beware My Power, and Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. We get like three or four a year usually is, is the way it's been. We actually got like five in 2021. We got Batman, Soul of the Dragon, Justice Society, World War II, Batman the Long Halloween Part 1 and Part 2, and Injustice, which... Um, Injustice, yeah, great comic. They they really kind of shortchanged us, I think, on that movie, but it was still good. It was still fun to watch. But they've you really had some good ones here. And if you're if you're a comic fan and you haven't really watched, a lot of them end up you'll see them on um, usually a few months after they come out. Uh, they'll end up being um, on HBO, right? HBO is pretty much the DC place. By the way, HBO now has the first ten which I think gets us up to what the Kelvin universe movies is that all through that gets us all the TNG ones and the TOS ones. Right. So the first 10 uh, Trek films are all on HBO max now. Uh, uh, so many streaming services to keep track of, but um, yeah, so you can watch those there. And I think, where did I see? Was it on Amazon prime? Gosh, it's just, Sometimes I want to just turn on one one service. Like like the other night, I think I watched three or four different things, each one on a different streaming service. Um, I'll talk about that here in a moment when I get into TV. But I think that's most of the movie stuff. You know, Wakanda, Wakanda, I cannot say it. Wakanda comes back. Um, looks like we're getting Justice League War World, uh, which was announced uh, at San Diego Comic-Con this past summer. Uh, we're getting legions of the superheroes, um, Batman, the doom that came to Gotham is, is, is another one coming. These are upcoming DC films. Uh, and yeah, so, so good stuff. I thought it was funny because I thought a few years ago, maybe there was just some kind of behind the scenes change, something like that. Um, uh, because if you look, if you look at the Wikipedia thing, that the nice little chart they have, there's a, a column called continuity, okay? And back around 2020, like most of the movies prior to that, well, they had some standalones. And then they have what they call DCAMU. So it's DC Animated Universe. So this has to do with how these things are connected. And honestly, the movies don't really reference the other movies that much. I mean, some of it has to do with, I think, the voice talent that they get. But um, but then around 2020, uh, there's there's this thing called the Tomorrowverse. And that's where, let's see, Bat, uh, Superman, Man of Tomorrow, um, Justice Society, World War II, The Long Halloween, Green Lantern, Beware My Power are all in that universe. So maybe the changes that I heard were happening with these things were just was just related to the... Um, whatever the continuity but honestly with comics and and i've read comics a very long time since like high school the continuity becomes kind of a the people complain about like canon and continuity and trek or even star wars but but try to do it in comics it's it's impossible 
impossible. I mean, they basically reboot reboot the comics in the universe, you know, multiple times. They're doing it a lot these days, more more than ever. I mean, back in the day when Amazing Spider-Man or or the main like uh, action comics book or or Superman book, they you know, we were up to like number or whatever. Here's number 652 or whatever or Batman's book. But now they have, they renumber, they give them legacy numbers and that. And that's all fine, but allows them to kind of mix things up uh, and, and change things without having necessarily a lasting situation like that. Um, but yeah, so comics, good stuff. And I still read a lot each week and uh, should do another comic book show here soon. All right, let's shift gears. I'm going to take a short break. Um, during this break, let me play the, let's see, we'll play the season for Titans, uh, which is the live-action Teen Titans show that's in now in Season 4 on HBO Max. It used to be on that DC channel, whatever the heck that was called, <laughs> when that was a thing, before that went away. And now it's on HBO. Uh, season 4 just started a few days ago. They've got the first two episodes out. Here's the trailer, and I'll be back to talk about that show and other things that I'm watching on TV. Whatever happened here, they want to hide it. They can't hide it from me. Whatever happened here, they want to hide it. They can't hide it from me. Ah! Who are you? Rachel! What did you see? We should not have come to Metropolis. The Temple of Azerat is now yours. Welcome to the ancient world, Mr. Luther. Soon the gods will know your name. I can assure you, the gods already know me. Connor, this is Lex Luthor. I'd like to meet in person. Luther got caught up in the occult. He's the only man Bruce Wayne was ever afraid of. Superman's not afraid of him. Neither am I. You should be. We're dealing with the supernatural. That scares me. My name is Jinx. And this is the person we're going to for help. Good magic versus bad magic. Dick Grayson, dealmaker extraordinaire. Hard pass. Okay, I don't know whatever all this is, but we do need your help. <laughs> The world is a brutal place. We're all so alone. What are you doing? I know you, Sebastian. I know what's in your heart. Who the hell are you? It's just a hunch, but I'm gonna assume she's a bad guy. Ever since we got to Metropolis, strange things have been happening to me. They're trying to tell me something. I can hear everything the people here say about me. They will never let me forget what I am. Like Father Lex. You're a part of our family. And if you leave, it's gonna hurt us.
Yeah, so there's the trailer to uh, Titan Season 4. You know, this is uh, Teen Titans. We've got Dick Grayson, Nightwing. We've got Beast Boy. Uh, you know, we, we've got Starfire. We've got uh, we've got Raven. Am I missing somebody? We've got a guy named Tim Drake who's kind of learning to be Robin now. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I like this show a lot. Uh, just like I like Doom Patrol. You know, they, they have... These shows are fun, and uh, I kind of miss Hawk and Dove on on Titans. Looks like there's a lot of supernaturally kind of magic and things this this season on on the show. I've only watched episode one. I'll probably watch the second one this tonight, uh, but it's on HBO. Check it out. Um, Doom Patrol is starting, I think, in December. So this, I don't know how many, maybe eight or ten episodes, ten episodes. So probably be some overlap going on when we'll have. The you know Teen Titans or Titans you know also going with the same time as Doom Patrol, but uh, yeah, good. Um, it's nice to have these shows now, especially since the CW has pretty much been gutted. Uh, we're in the last season of Star Girl because that just got announced; it's being canceled after three seasons, which is a shame because I think the show has been pretty good. This season's a little bit different; um, not a huge big villain action kind of thing going on, although I think we're getting there. I'm kind of a little bit of a shame. It's probably not going to really get wrapped up exactly. Um, the, speaking of not wrapped up, I just did a show about this about a month ago, but Westworld, I think I may have somewhat predicted it. It's not too much of a surprise to me because they lost a lot of ratings, but the show is is not getting a fifth season, which would have finished it. Um, at least uh, HBO has dropped it. It's a shame because I think it was an a really cool show and a really cool idea. I think they, I think a couple of things, problems they had, I think I talked about this during the podcast I, I did, but they changed things up quite a bit between seasons. In the last two seasons, especially when they got outside the park and it, it, it well, it got kind of depressing to me at least. And I almost, I was also having a little trouble not exactly trouble following the story completely, but trouble kind of buying it. I know you've got this show that's got basically sentient android people who look just like us and 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 have, you know, their own will and their own thoughts and all that. They're not really programmed anymore. They can do what they want, but I don't know. It it especially this last season, I was kind of disappointed in in the direction it went. So uh, I'm not kind of too surprised that it got canceled because um, yeah. So um, TV, but let's talk about other stuff that I'm watching regularly that's uh, that's coming out. Some of it's, uh, most of it's on streaming services. The um, the the other uh, the other couple of big things we'll talk about Star Trek in a minute, but the um, and Star Trek shows. But I guess Andor we can talk about for Star Wars side of things in Disney and Disney Channel. Uh, it's always still strange to say Disney and Star Wars, but. Yeah, it's I mean it's a good show, it's well written and all that, but I it's it's so very different from other series. I mean, I'm a big fan of of the Jedi and and lightsaber stuff and you know, everyone's like, "Oh, if you don't like Endor, that's just because you don't you want everything to be action and pew pew." And gosh, come on. I've read a ton of Star Wars books. I've even played the RPG game. Uh, you know, I I've played video game. I mean, I'm not I'm not it's not that. It's just, hey, the Empire's bad. Hey, you know, we've got to get a rebellion going. But we're like 10 episodes, 9 episodes into this, and 
it isn't even so much the pace that it's moving kind of slowly, but I think I think it could be tightened up, and I, and I think I want to see more than just Cassie and Andor, you know. And and they have shown you know some of the other people involved, and there is a there are other things, but it's interesting. But somebody said it best. This is probably the simplest thing to say about it. He said, "Oh, it's so cool. It's like watching a book, you know, on a, on a TV show." And I'm like, "Well, that's a problem, in my opinion, at least." A book allows for depth and talking about characters and stuff, side people that, you know, you can you can go into a lot of depth and detail that you on a TV show or even a movie you don't you don't do that. That's not the format, right? I mean, they've had like two episodes now where he's in this spoiler alert, you know, he's in this prison, this empire, you know, prison thing that they're building this, you know, components for the empire for some kind of a thing whatever they don't really tell us but um i'm like okay he's in prison he's gonna break out of the prison right like it's a bad place bad things are happening i don't know i don't know it's just it's interesting in that but i it's so different than what you know i i like the mandalorian i like the obi-wan series you know i like the little animated stuff that they've done too the other shorts and things I like the Boba Fett series, you know, a lot of people were kind of disappointed in that, you know, but I, I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, this, eh, and it's 12 episodes. Gosh, I, I mean, eh, who wouldn't have wanted to see 12 episodes of Mandalorian? Let's get 12 episodes of Mandalorian, you know. The only reason they can do that here is there isn't quite the effects, I think, going on and, and that. It's not quite as elaborate. Um, but anyway, it's it's okay. It's, as, as Chris would say, it's fine. But it, it, I'd rather watch. I, I think third season of Mandalorian we're going to be getting probably when this ends pretty soon, and then early. I, I don't know if it's before the end of the year. I think it's. I don't know if we've got an exact date for season three of that, um, but I think it'll either be like very end of the year or early twenty twenty three. So, yeah. So that's you know it's good. It's okay. Uh, she Hulk ended up. What, what do we got for Marvel going on? What's what's next? I don't think. Is there a, a series? With, I don't think there is anything that I can think of on the horizon right now. I'm trying to, I may have to look um, here in a second. Let me take a quick break here and there won't be really much of a, a, of a, I'll just pause it. Hang on. All right. Thank you, Wikipedia. So here we go. So yeah, we had just had She-Hulk. Looks like it for what they're calling phase five for the TV stuff. Um, we're getting another part to the What If show, which I really like season two of that. Uh, Secret of Invasion. Uh, which is live action, right? Echo, which is sort of a spinoff of the um, Hawkeye series. Uh, next season of Loki. These are all basically 2023, they're saying, or early to mid-2023. Ironheart, uh, which is, you know, new new uh, Iron Man. Maybe Iron Woman, right? Uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, that's probably late 2023. And then Daredevil is getting, you know, from the the daredevil netflix show we're getting a new season called daredevil born again and then very far out looks like they're looking at a untitled wakanda series a spider-man series uh marvel zombies wonder man um i think they just announced the guy playing wonder man right i think i forget who it was um and then uh untitled nova series more what if and vision quest 
So it looks like, yeah, looks like next is a animated, more animated what if than Secret Evasion. I think will be pretty much, we're only getting six episodes of that. Looking forward to that one. Uh, Echo, Loki, and so on. So, uh, yeah, we're a little ways off before getting more Marvel TV. The um, So what else am I watching on television that I wanted to talk about? Oh, there's a there's a show. It's not really sci-fi. It's sort of a spy kind of thing, but it, it came across my radar. It's called Professionals. It's on CW. Uh, the biggest thing about it – hang on one sec. Sorry, just had a good drink. Um, Tom Welling is who played uh, in Smallville is in the show, and also uh, Brendan Fraser is in the show as well. I think it was filmed a couple of years ago. I think it's a ten episode kind of a spy entry kind of a series. A bit Tom Welling plays some kind of guy with some military background who seems good at solving problems and stuff. I watched the first episode on the CW app last night, and uh, yeah, it was okay. Nothing fantastic, but um, um, the two big fantasy shows, House of the Dragon, you know, and, and Rings of Power, have ended their runs. I enjoyed those. I'm probably going to do, trying to do a podcast about one or both of those sometime this month. Uh, but um, yeah, that should be coming. Should be talking. I want to talk more in depth about those. I think House of the Dragon. I, I started to like a little bit more towards the end of its run of episodes. Uh, some bigger things, big things happened, and. I think season two will be more interesting to me. Uh, I still think those people are really bad people, <laughs> mostly. They're not really nice. Not really nice folks. So, um, and uh, I'm working my way through uh, still some Netflix stuff, uh, The Imperfects, and the last season of The Lock and Key Show. Uh, I'm watching that as well. Uh, so, yeah, some some good stuff there. Uh, and we've got a lot of, there's a new Wednesday based on the Adams Family TV show coming, uh, season, uh, two of Warrior Nun on Netflix is coming. Uh, yeah, so many things. Uh, and also this, uh, fun little, and I'll play the trailer for you here in a second and, uh, and then I'm going to wind up, I think the podcast for this week, but there's a, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of holiday special coming. I think it's out in a couple of weeks this month in November. But this was unexpected. Hadn't heard anything about this, but let me play the trailer to this for you, and then I'll come back and and wrap up the show, I think. I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time for trivialities like Christmas. But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. We go to Earth for a really wonderful Christmas gift. It would make him happy. Something special he will never forget. What about someone special? We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. With your voice is small and mousy, I think maybe he didn't hear you. Ah! You're coming with us as a Christmas present. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. Guardians of the Galaxy, always always a good time. 
Yeah, you're coming with as legendary actor Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that looks great. Oh, a couple other quick ones. The peripheral on Amazon. Uh, this show is not what I expected it to be. Uh, and I, I would say it's maybe not as... Uh, I like it. I like it, but it's... it's I'm not, I'm not super, you know, I, I, I thought it was going to be more like kind of like uh, Ready Player One, a lot more virtual reality, living in some kind of VR world of some kind, but uh, it's not really that. And uh, I guess maybe because that's what I wanted, it's, it's not quite as good as I would have liked, but it's still interesting and I'm still enjoying it. So, yeah, check that out. Uh, also, we've got Willow coming later this month based on the, what was it, 1987 movie or something like that. Whenever that movie came out, late 80s, right? I think it was. Or was it 90? I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can watch the movie. There was somebody online the other day asking about it in one of the groups I'm in. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, the Willow movie, you know that? And he's like, no, I never saw it. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's on Disney. You can watch it on Disney+. Plus. I'll probably watch it again. It's been a while since I've watched it. I'll probably watch it before, um, maybe like the weekend before the, the series comes out. It looks good. looks like a lot of fun, follow, good follow-up to uh, to the original movie. And I think we need another fantasy movie-type show beyond the you know Game of Thrones and House of Dragon is so so grim and serious. Rings of Power was good, but it's you know the Tolkien thing is 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 enjoyable. But I want something that's a little bit more magic and fun, kind of kind of uh, a, a little bit maybe maybe a little more lighthearted. Uh, yeah, that that stuff. Like although this show wasn't that lighthearted, I started to think about that old Legends of the Seeker um, TV series from around two thousand and eight two thousand and nine, which I thought was a, a good show. I enjoyed it a lot. Quite a bit different than, than the books. For those that know the books, but um, but yeah, I, I do like a good fantasy show to to watch. All right, that's probably plenty for this week, and um, I think uh, I'll get out of here. There's always so many things to watch; it, it's just crazy. Of uh, <laughs> it's it's so hard um, so hard to keep up with everything. But this show turned into, I think, a pretty good one, pretty fun one. We're already at about an hour almost. So yeah, next week. Uh, Probably Patreon. I think we're going to do try to get Patreon uh, people together, talk about what they've been watching, what they've been enjoying. Oh, I didn't really even talk about Trek, so we'll save that for next week, except to say Lower Decks wrapped things up well with Season 3, and now we've got Prodigy running, which is good. That show is really good, and it's, it's a much more detailed and in-depth Trek show. It's actually probably more serious than even Star Trek Lower Decks in, in some ways. So don't think it's just a kiddie show. It's, it's certainly not. And in fact, when they did the recap, you know, because they did like 10 episodes, and now they're back for, what, the second part of season one, I needed a pretty good detailed recap to remember exactly everything that had happened and what was going on because it was a lot. And, you know, this is not a show, um, I, I think... Well, I I'd like it. I love this show, and I like Trek. Um, I almost think it would have been better to do standalone type, more standalone type episodes like they're doing in Strange New Worlds, because for a kid show, there's a lot to keep track of. I mean, maybe they'll just enjoy the little things that happen, uh, you know, individually to them each week, and won't really, really quite get the whole overall story. But there's there is a lot going on in that show in Prodigy. Uh, so, um, so check that out when you get a chance. We'll, we'll probably again, talk about it more on Patreon next week. 
talk about Lower Decks, talk about that and uh, and more here on Treks and Sci-Fi. Again, thanks for listening, everyone. Really appreciate that each week. Uh, and, you know, hey, if anyone out there, you know, asks, friends ask you, hey, listen to a cool, geeky Star Trek and other topics, much more than Star Trek, of course, check out um, Treks and Sci-Fi. Let them know. Let them know about the podcast. Yeah, always good for getting some new listeners, new blood in. Um, yeah. All right, I'm going to get out of here. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your uh, weekend, depending on when you listen to this. I get it usually put up midday on Sunday, give or take. Or enjoy your week ahead, uh, that too. And I hope you're doing well. Take care of yourselves, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. This has been a Rick Dusty podcast production.